More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number three, 15 hours up, the final hour of the week. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. You are listening to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We encourage all of you. If you didn't hear all 15 hours, what are you doing with your life? You can sign up for the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute. Thanks to all the 400 AM FM radio stations out there helping to carry what is the biggest radio show in the country. We are rolling because of you guys. We finish off the first month of the Clay Travis and the Buck Sexton Show today. And again, encourage you all to go sign up. And unfortunately, for many of us, it feels like we're being dragged back into the past. I couldn't believe it yesterday afternoon. I didn't want to believe it, I maybe should say. I could certainly believe it, but I didn't want to think we were there. L.A. County, Los Angeles, has reinstituted a mask mandate. We talked about it at the top of the show And as many people on the West Coast are headed out for lunch and they are listening to us right now and they are thinking, my God, here we go again. We've opened up phone lines. We just want L.A. County residents to react. I will be there and see it for myself next week in person. I'm not looking forward to being in another masked metropolis. 800-282-2882. Buck, when this came down yesterday afternoon on our big show text chain, I immediately shot the link, your thought was what? I I called it, but I'm also, I can't believe it at some level, right? Like, I've known, I've been saying, because I started to get pushback from from doing um, my my show before we, we teamed up on this one, Clay, from people saying, it's all over, Buck. Why do you care? Why are you still, you know, I'm making fun of Fauci every day, the whole thing. Like, why, why is it an issue for you? And I kept saying, it's not over. Because they think the narrative, and this is this is the foundational fallacy of all of this. They think what they put us through with lockdowns and masks and all this stuff, all the arbitrary, put your feet in these places, waiting in line, put your feet here in the elevator, mask up when you go to the bathroom, mask up between bites. 
They think that got us through the pandemic and was successful. A a normal person who has not been brainwashed thinks, what the heck is wrong with everybody? It was all madness. It was madness. But because we have not had that, I think, Clay, we've been so happy to just start to feel some normalcy, some freedom. You know, it's like we've escaped from prison and we don't even want to deal with the fact that we were falsely imprisoned in the first place. We we just want to go out there and live life. But now the warden's saying, hey, you weren't supposed to get out of the cell. That's what's going on right now. It, it's really well said, because I think that's the way that a lot of people have been reacting. And what we have been asking is how quickly and how many places will follow the lead of Los Angeles. From a political perspective, it's worth mentioning that Gavin Newsom is having his recall vote in September. So that is sooner rather than later. I would think that Gavin Newsom's people are not happy. But when I hear that L.A. is reinstituting an indoor mask mandate, my first thought is San Francisco can't be far from uh, far from behind doing that as well. Sacramento, San Diego, all of the major metropolitan areas, I would think in, in the state of California would follow. And my concern also, New York City, whether or not it might happen there and other major cities all over the country. Another thought I just want to put out there, and I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on this yet, but I do think we should at least consider it. They want to put these mask mandates in place, yes, because they're they've got all this fear about the Delta variant, but generally the variants, you know, there's a rise and a fall. This has been true about mask mandates all along. There's a rise and a fall. So there's a part of me that feels like they're gonna do some of these things in Los Angeles. And the the virus will surge for, you know, a few weeks. And then they're going to turn around when the virus, as it does, as it has done every time, goes down. They're going to say, see, it worked. It worked. So true. The virus has natural orders. FARS law has existed for a long time. A virus grows and then it declines. And these 10-pot dictators that have taken over our country are going to use whatever data they can to argue, see, it worked. Meanwhile, if you hadn't done anything at all, it's likely we would have seen the same curves. I mean, how can anyone look at the 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 baseline numbers we can point to? Over 600,000 dead from COVID, over 100 million minimum. And based on more advanced models, it looks more like probably 130 to 150 million of the 330 million in the country infected at some point during the pandemic. And how can anyone see this and say, wow, all that crap they made us do, all the businesses that were closed, some closed, some not. You know, in L.A., you were a podcaster, not that we don't love podcasting, Clay. That was an essential activity, you know. So you could travel, you could go to your office for podcasting in Los Angeles County. It was never a true lockdown, but the arbitrariness of it allowed for there to be even greater power. If you look at a a real totalitarian society, it's actually not the rigid enforcement of rules that are universally applicable. It's the capricious enforcement of rules as the people in authority need to use them. And that's what we had all throughout COVID. It was always a little bit here, a little bit there. We don't do it, you do do it. It ends when we say... This is an experiment in the destruction of individual liberty, and the results, my friends, have been terrible. And also, we ended up with so many ridiculous designations, the difference between an essential and a non-essential business. This hit home for me, and I went on and teed off on it, Buck. When I had my birthday party last year, last April, 
cupcakes were still considered to be an essential business. Whoa, whoa. I so, mean, Clay, yeah. cupcakes are Someone pretty, cupcakes showed, are I pretty delicious. I couldn't Let's believe it. Crazy. My birthday is April 6th, like still early in the lockdown, two weeks to stop the spread basis. Someone knocked on my door. I went there holding an entire box of cupcakes, and I said, wait a minute. Delivery of cupcakes is considered to be an essential business? And she said, yeah, oh, the cupcake industry is not impacted at all. I mean, it was just, it is is madness. And so the question we're getting a lot, Buck, and I think it's a lot of uh, our audience out there having these conversations, friends and family, how do you respond now that we know masks don't work, right? If you look at the data, there is zero evidence, whether you are in Florida, Texas, New York, or California, the four biggest states, the places that were the least restrictive arguably had smaller but this smaller is, issues what you're COVID. discussing clay is is the center actually of the fight because you and i are sitting here saying we saw the numbers we saw the reality and yet how how let me ask you this how many people that you know were big mask devotees in the first 6 months of the pandemic let's say who now have said you know what maybe that was a little bit too much Unfortunately, not enough because people get set in what they believe and they don't actually seek out the truth. And I think that's true for a huge majority. This is where I always say, like, if you're not questioning what you believe on a daily basis, then you're not aggressively paying attention to the news. Right. Because so much of what we're being told on a day to day basis is just not true. And Everyone. I think people who were all in on mask, they're afraid to admit that they were that they were taken advantage of. And they're afraid to admit that it was all worthless. It is. A, it is a universal human constant. Everyone wants to think they're smart. Yeah. And very few. You know. And and what you come across is that a lot of people, as a result of that, don't want to admit that they're wrong. But it's actually a mark, in my view, of intelligence. Certainly a mark of wisdom to know that understanding when you're wrong and changing course is where real intelligence comes in. Believing you're right because it makes you feel good as you go to sleep every night because you listen to Fauci and you double masking and the like anybody at this point who thinks that Fauci is some kind of a genius, I question their intelligence and their judgment. And I think I'm right to do so. A lot of people don't want to move off of where they were at the beginning of this, which is why it's I'm hoping it's a short lived comeback. Clay, I'm hoping in three weeks. I'm afraid it's not. I'm I'm afraid, Buck, that what we're heading toward is L.A. is going to lead to a massive and 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 I I am afraid because of the natural growth of viruses, Buck. They when do they grow? They explode in the fall and the winter historically, right? I think we're going to see a rise in COVID. I think that a lot of the people who are vaccinated are still going to be capable of testing positive. That's what I think based on the data, based on our conversations with Alex Berenson. Doesn't mean that if you're over 65, I don't think that you should get the vaccine. I do. My parents, by the way, my mom's turning uh, 77 today. Happy birthday to my mom. My parents, I told them to go get the vaccine. Can I say happy birthday to Clay's yeah, mom, too? I didn't know. Happy birthday. Too. She listens, happy listens birthday, to all Clay's three hours mom. every day. Yeah. Uh, so I told them, hey, go get the vaccine. The data reflects that if you're 65 or older, you certainly should. Same thing if you have health-related conditions, all of those things. But I think in the fall and the winter, we're not going to see numbers be lower than they are now. I hope I'm wrong. And if I'm correct, that's going to mean, like you said earlier, Buck, all of these leaders who are following the science, and I'm putting all that in quotation marks, are going to institute restrictions once more. Mask mandates may be the lesson. It's so much for me mirrors 
And then I, we've got every single line lit from Los Angeles. Just our Los Angeles Lululemon mom brigade yeah, and their they husbands, they have lit up our line. So we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But, you know, Clay, it reminds me a lot of the climate change discussion because people scream about the science and they have they they never actually show you the data. They never show you numbers. They'll show you projections thinking that that's data. That's like asking somebody, you know, wh- what do you think? You do a lot of sports betting, right? I mean, it's one thing if someone yeah. says, I think this team is going to win, but they put can't yell at your you. Put your money where your mouth is. is. What? I always say put your money where your yeah. mouth is. Opinions are easy. Opinions but yeah, are you're exactly easy. right. So we'll come back into everyone's calls in just a moment here. But, you know, we love Mike Lindell's MyPillow. You know, Mike invented MyPillow a while ago, and he fitted Clay and me for the whole array of their products. I mean, I've got the Giza Dream Sheets on my bed, the MyPillow mattress topper. I've got my slippers and this is just now a part of my day-to-day life. My parents have them, too. My family's gotten hooked up. They love these products. The Giza Dream sheets in particular, though, they're the best sheets I've ever owned. You're going to want them, too. These sheets are made from the top cotton in the world in Giza. They're ultra-soft and breathable, but extremely durable at the same time. And Mike wants our listeners to see for themselves how incredible these sheets really are, Clay. Yeah, and you can get hooked up right now. I've got them on all the beds in my house, all the kids' beds as well. They are phenomenal, and they're right now at a two-for-one low price, plus free shipping with the promo code Clay and Buck. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials to check out the low-price offer on the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products there as well. Enter the promo code Clay and Buck, or call 800-792-3269 for these great radio specials. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck. Here with Clay. We are going to get to these calls. People all across California. I guess Governor Schwarzenegger, he, you know, as the governor, he's not the governor anymore, obviously, but I always think of the governor, California. He could never get elected now. He's our R beside his name, unfortunately. He's, uh, look, the greatest action, the greatest action star of all time, in my opinion, but definitely not the greatest governor of all time. Let's get to Long Beach, California. Paul, you got thoughts. What's up, Paul? Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Friday. Uh, well, we have our share of, uh, COVID idiots and Fauci sheep out here, but, um, uh, otherwise known as Mussolini voters, but um, a lot of us are just, we're just going to flout the law. You know, L.A. County has 10 million people in it, plus uh, the five-day new case average is 1,095 people. Of that, only 376 people have been hospitalized, and of that, only 23% or 87 people are in ICO, ICU. That's in a population of 87 million people. So, we're going to flout the law, or if you live near Orange County, off the Orange County border, like people like me, we're just going to go to Orange County and shop and go out. Just question, what, what you said a population of 87 million, what was your figure? Oh, as of 2019, L.A. County's population is a little, uh, was over 10 million. So it's probably, yeah, maybe it's closer to 11 million right now. Okay. But the, the five-day case average, uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, the, the numbers don't justify this at all. But uh, you, you made a good point, which is 
miraculously, the COVID restrictions are going to stop at the county line. For people who are familiar at all with L.A., you get through the South Bay, you get to Orange County, boom, all of a sudden everything would be back open and there would be no mask mandate, at least right now, in Orange County, right? Exactly. And people were already flouting the law before the mask mandate went away. I'm not going to give uh, tell any secrets or anything, but you know, people were taking their masks off in stores. There were places that were open on the down low. And, uh, yeah, the whole, the whole thing is a sham. I don't think there's any doubt. Buck, we're asking, I'm curious what the responses are going to be. Thanks for the call, uh, from Long Beach there. Let's go to, I believe it's Craig in LA. Craig, what are you hearing? What do you think is going to happen come Saturday when the mask mandate becomes law in LA County again? Well, it's definitely a trial balloon strategy that the Democrats are enacting here. And first of all, I think it's going to be very cruel to very many of the shop owners. And this is high tour season, and the restaurants are going to be pressed. I think there's a lot of lemmings, a lot of operatives for the Democrats that are going to play ball and be willing to report wherever there is not full compliance and try to create confrontations, possibly get the police involved. The police will reluctantly respond because I don't think they go along with this. But if they're called in to do enforcement, um, I think it'll create scenes. I think there'll be publicity that in the greater picture of things also, in addition to, like you say, this could be a strategy where they're going to try to bring it across the country. Somehow this is going to be twisted and turned and publicized in a way to promote Gavin Newsom's um, surviving the recall. I mean, it's, I would just, I would say, question. I, I would say this, and Craig, thank you so much. I mean, the the way they'll frame this is, oh, anyone else will be reckless. I'm the one who protects you. And while a lot of us would say, whether it's Governor Cuomo, Governor Newsom, Governor Whitmer, we'd recognize how absurd that is, Clay, for, you know, for the Democrat base, that is that still resonates. Oh, no, no, I'm going to protect you. Don't worry. Just do what we we're listening to the science. This has become a mass mobilization of a political tribalism that is completely immune to data and reason and actual experience. It is fascinating to think about the political ramifications of this, because if I think Gavin Newsom's crew believes it is beneficial to him for mask mandates to come back, then I would expect San Francisco, Sacramento, San Diego, all of the big cities-ish in California to follow this mandate. And I imagine there's tremendous pressure right now in all of those cities in the wake of L.A.'s decision starting on Saturday. I just also feel like how can this not be as annoying? Like I, this, this for me should be... A non, I know it's deeply, it's, it's as political as it gets deeply now. Deeply political, it's yes. It's deeply political. But aren't libs annoyed by this stupidity? Well, that's too? why I wonder. That's why I think it's so fascinating from a political level. Are they going to be upset at Gavin Newsom? I think that Gavin Newsom is, I think he's going to survive this recall. I said Cuomo was going to stay, and even friends in New York politics who were Republicans said I was crazy. I was right. Yeah, so far you're right, and that story, by the way, has basically completely vanished. Uh, and uh, you know what's crazy, as you kind of break down everything, is not saving a ton of money. And that's why you, right now you need to save big money each month, no matter where you live. Mortgage rates really can't get much lower, and you need to call American Financing today because they could help you take advantage 
of a free mortgage review, and it could end up saving you up to $1,000 a month. Guys, that's $12,000 a year just based on changing your mortgage. No pressure, no upfront or hidden fees, simple conversation around all the ways that you could be saving a bundle when it comes to your mortgage. What do you need to do? Call American Financing at 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. Start saving thousands of dollars a month right now. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, NMLS, More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. James Golden here, host of the podcast series Rush Limbaugh, the man behind the Golden EIB microphone. There's a new episode now available sharing the details of how the Limbaugh Letter publication came to be. Listen to the entire series wherever you listen to podcasts. My Pillow and Tunnel to Towers Foundation are both sponsors. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. We are rolling through. You just heard that podcast advertisement. Encourage you to go download our podcast. You can search out Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton, and you will be well on your way 
to 15 hours of fun. I guess we got 14 hours up. We're finishing off the 15th hour right now. Three hours every single day. And you know the guy who did this every single day for over 30 years? We are sitting inside of his chair a little bit in front of two golden microphones. He's Rush Limbaugh. We've been talking about how the moms might lead a revolution against masks. And right now, well, Rush has talked about uh, women-led revolutions before. Remember the All-American 1st Cavalry Amazon Battalion? This goes back back during the administration of George H.W. Bush. Women in combat was a big, big issue at the time. Should there be? How should it be organized and so forth? And I, at the time, trying to help the U.S. military, decided to come up with something called the All-American 1st Cavalry Amazon Battalion. There's some things that I knew. I learned these things late in life. But I'm told... That And Molly Yard, who was the leader of the Now Gang at the time, was the inspiration for this. The All-American First Cavalry Amazon Battalion. Uh, we know that, that, that PMS is a dreaded, dreaded thing. My thinking was that if we could have a battle-ready contingent, women in combat, during that particular time of the month, nobody could beat us. We could roust anybody. We could defeat anybody. But what will we have to do to make sure that we always had, at a moment's notice, a battle-ready contingent of women with premenstrual syndrome? And that's when I learned that these menstrual cycles can synchronize if women are grouped together in barracks, dormitories, or whatever. So I proposed that the U.S. military try this and call it the All-American First Cavalry Amazon. And you never know. Stranger things would have happened. There is Rush, as only Rush can be. We got a lot of people who want to weigh in in L.A. County on the newest mask mandate insanity. Let's start with actually Monique in Playa del Rey, California. Monique, what are people in your area talking about now as you get ready for the new mask mandate to descend upon L.A. County tomorrow? You know, I think it depends on who you're talking to. I just got out of the store, Trader Joe's, and I would say about 90% of the people are already wearing their masks. Um, in L.A. County, you found after it was lifted, you know, a large percentage of people continued to wear their masks. I'm one of the few people give me really dirty looks. I've had people offer to give me a mask. Um, but when I heard yesterday that they were reinstating it, I wanted to scream. It is such a scam. And I'd really like people to rally around whatever businesses start promoting the fact that they're going to allow us adults to make adult decisions about our care, our health, and whether or not we have to wear a mask or get a vaccine or whatever. Monique, I'm totally with you. I think that unless we get to a point where these mandates and i hate this other thing they're doing of oh it's strongly suggested because strong suggestion from the government health authorities in a county or city is effectively a nod and a wing to that's right businesses make sure that you make people wear masks we've got your back don't worry about it until we have widespread nullification in a sense of these mandates they will continue to pop up here and there and also in the future i mean let's remember we're talking about variants i mean clay there could be a COVID variant at some point. I'm not some some doomsday guy or something. We could have a COVID variant at some point that was substantially more dangerous. And we haven't even learned the lessons from what we've dealt with here that, for example, lockdown, mask mandate, 
School closures, these things are unnecessary and do not function the way they were designed to. We have not come to that conclusion yet as a country. I agree. I agree completely. Let's go to Shab. Is it Shab? 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 Shabab? Shahab. In Oak Party, Oak Park, California. What you got for us? Thanks for taking my call. Um, you guys hit on it earlier. This is completely arbitrary. There is no science to support what's going on. Here's the bottom line, gentlemen. I live in a one-party state. So if you show any pushback or give any pushback, rather, on this, you're going to be given an awkward eye. And that's unfortunate because we all know as reasonable people that antibodies are as robust, if not more robust, than the actual acquired immunity. So unfortunately, this is going to be a mask mandate in perpetuity. Why? Because Gavin Newsom is up for his reelection or his um, retention. Uh, the, yeah, the retention uh, yeah, vote. The recall, rather. Um, so I find it to be so repugnant and completely antithetical to what the prior caller said. If I'm an adult, let me make an adult decision as to my health. I don't need the government or the, the local government to tell us what it is and how it is going to be. But unfortunately, gentlemen, this is a portent to the future. Los Angeles is going to cast its light onto the rest of the country, and, and I think we're going to be in this mask rigmarole for the foreseeable future. I think it's going to be a seasonal thing for a lot of people. Look, this has been the case. Um, uh, there, there, there Many are, Asian uh, countries. There, yeah, I mean, there's a lar- I have a large number of... of um, they're actually not even Asian Americans. A lot of them are, are Chinese who have apartments in New York that they come to. There are a lot of Asians and Asian Americans in my building. Before COVID, during the flu season, masks. there was yeah. mask wearing going on. And I think that libs in this country in general have sort of adopted that this is going to be the posture that they take. That's what I that's what I see happening. Pamela doesn't agree with us. She's fired up. Uh, Pamela, what you got? Hello there. Thank you so much for taking my call. I know I'm not in L.A. County, but, um, yeah, you guys just have me totally fired up. First thing I got to say is I love Rush. I May he rest in peace. And I just wanted to put that out there that uh, I'm so sad that he is gone. But um, the thing that you guys, the ignorance behind this conversation is just astounding. What are we ignorant about, Pamela? Like, there is science out there. There is data out there. You just got to look in the right places. So there's a reason why we haven't had, how many people have you known that have been, that have had the cold or the common flu and all that this year? Things have dropped down um, because of wearing the mask, because of washing Well, no, no, a big part of that, hold thing. on, Pamela, is so because on. usually, hold on, the cold and the flu usually originates where places have different seasons than us, and we didn't allow travel to occur in yeah, the, the, the flu comes out of China, actually, year in and year out, and it spreads through international travel, which was shut down. Okay, it doesn't always just spread from international travel. So the flu is the flu, whatever. But there is data okay. that masks do work. As why, why is it that the surgeons have to wear masks during surgery? Oh, it's because in case there's any blood splatter, it doesn't get into their mouth. All well, right, well, right no, but, but that's, that, that would be, again, if we were trying to prevent... If we were trying Those to prevent blood splatter, different as, as a no, no, hold on, hold on. If we were trying to prevent blood no, splatter or direct, what COVID is not spread. Let through, me finish my thought. Hold on. 
No, no, but it's actually our, it's actually our so show. <laughs> so, so, so into their mouth. I understand, but it, but let me finish my thought before you comment, so you can see the whole gist of what I'm saying. But if you say because things that are de- de- definitely wrong, then no, you can't. Like, no, uh, hold on, put put her on pause for a sec. See, the theory here is. If you say things that are demonstrably false and then try to build on things that are demonstrably false to make your conclusion, then if we don't point out demonstrably false things that you are saying, then the conclusion can't in any way logically yeah, we're follow. Bu- we're building a house on faulty foundation here. I mean, talking about the surgeons, by the way, that's in a clinical setting. It's kept on the entire time. What we have in restaurants and planes or whatever is mask on, mask off, mask on, mask, mask off, which is an absurdity, even based on what she seems to think, which is that masks are highly effective infiltration of the particles, which they are not, by the way. If you believe a handkerchief is going to stop aerosolized COVID, you know nothing about microbiology or the basics of fifth grade science. But go ahead. Pamela, but when we go to the restaurant, do you think it makes sense that you take your mask off when you sit down to eat? Like, do you feel safe and protected? I'm not you haven't going been into in, a restaurant. You haven't oh, okay. been in a restaurant in over no, a year? Okay. I'll go outside, but I'm not going She's into a restaurant. She's a Fauciite. She actually just doesn't... The other, point, the other point I need to make is you guys need to understand, not everybody is able to get the vaccine. I have allergic reactions, and my mom has allergic reactions to injectable medications, to other vaccines. So everyone there else is, in the whole world no has to make yeah. a choice about your no, particular is, situation? The population is a spoiled, rotten, self-centered population and they my my population is spoiled and okay self-centered i mean you pamela you just called in and said that we all need to adjust our behavior because of your situation if somebody were going to be making demands on other people based on their situation that is the antithesis of freedom right like when you say hey because of me you have to change the way. Look, here's my. Big uh, wait, thing. Kelly, we've actually we've actually got we got some business to conduct here. So we, we got to get it. But we, your fears can't define my freedom, right? And I think that's the way most people are thinking now as it pertains to COVID. Yeah, I but feel yes, badly. We I mean, have to sell. You know, Pamela, I appreciate that she's willing to call in and, and deal with two national level radio hosts. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, people have a mental illness now because of all the fear around COVID, and they can't adjust to the numbers when it actually comes to risk factors. When it, it's just this is what you got. They've I mean, lost, people are gonna... they've, it's all emotion instead of fact. And you know what we got? We, we, we got a lot of problems going on out there when it comes to homes, Buck. Home titles are very easy to steal. Mask on, mask off, doesn't matter. The bad guys steal it through cyber means, and that's because your home's title exists online. And all they have to do is forge your signature. They get a quit claim deed. They forge your signature, and now... Technically online, it looks like you sold your home to them. They're the owner now. And then they start taking out loans against your equity. You often won't find out about this until you start getting late payment notices for a loan you didn't take out or even, that's right, that you have to leave your home because of an eviction notice. But Clay, we have an answer for folks to prevent this rapidly rising crime. Indeed we do. It's Home Title Lock. The instant Home Title Lock detects anybody tampering with my home title or your home title, they help shut it down. Let's get you protected. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and enter radio for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code radio at HomeTitleLock.com.
getting spicy here for a second on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I am Buck. Welcome back. Clay, Clay and I, you know, it's always, you, you, whatever you're calling into a radio show, you're entering someone else's domain. So I do give credit to people who call in, who want to argue with the host, although it's hard to, because we want to avoid the crosstalks. We want everyone to hear everything. But Clay had an idea just now, and I, I want to throw this out there, too. And you guys can tweet at us. Let us know what you think. At Buck Sexton, at Clay Travis, and at Clay and Buck for the show handle. Um, do you want us to start opening the lines up once a week only for people who want to disagree with us on something? Doesn't have to be contentious argument, but who really, like, really disagree with, um, I, I don't know, my, my uh, contention that that uh, Lululemon brigades are what's going to form, I don't know, whatever it may be. <laughs> whatever it could be. And we obviously share a ton of opinions with you guys every single day. And so would it make sense, I kind of like the idea, to just be like, hey, pick a day of the week uh, in a particular segment during the course of the show, and if you have had issue with anything that we have said, we've been on a month now, so I'm sure that every single person out there hasn't agreed with every single thing, you could call in and take issue with whatever opinions we have put out there. We could call it Throwdown Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. So on Throwdown Thursday, you could call in like like Pamela just did and argue with us about masks yeah. and uh, and COVID and, and whatever. She was feisty. I give, I give her credit. It's yeah. feisty. She wasn't even, wasn't even letting the host speak on the host show. <laughs> that was pretty um, remarkable. But, yeah, that, that could be. I mean, some people love that contentiousness. And, I look, I, I like conflict. I think conflict is healthy. That's how you typically can get to better results. And so if people like that idea, we could start to adopt it. For instance, Buck, Maybe there's some people out there who disagree with me when I say this. We should no longer test any athletes playing sports at any level for COVID because they are young and healthy. Presumably, if you are able to play sports, you are uh, young and healthy enough that if you get COVID, you will have no issues. And this is still going on, that we have cancellations and postponements. The Yankees were supposed to play the Red Sox yesterday, six Six different vaccinated Yankees have tested positive, including Aaron Judge, their most famous player, probably. And now they're not able to play against the Boston Red Sox. And Aaron Judge was an all-star, so they may now quarantine all the other all-stars in Major League Baseball before all is said and done. Who knows? Why are we still testing anyone? The thing that's amazing to me is you bring this up. I agree with you. It seems so senseless to me. But but this this reminds me that that with all these rules, all these things, there's never anyone. It's like this just comes from some invisible committee somewhere, right? Like there's never the person who stands up and stands and walks to the podium and says, I am the decider, which is a Bush word, a great word. I am the decider. And I'm the one that's made the decision that even if you're a young, healthy person who's already vaccinated and you have covid, you can't play because at least then there could be the engagement the pushback the debate in public but all this stuff keeps happening and it feels like we are in some kind of a communist state somewhere where it's just like the committee says you know the 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 commissars have decided for us who who is pushing these stupid ideas like i want names and reputations attached to this stuff well we've seen it's not just uh it's not just Baseball, by the way, Chris Paul, who plays in the NBA, tested positive for COVID after vaccination, had to sit out a couple of games. John Rahm, the golfer who would have won a a golf tournament, they notified him that he had tested positive for COVID as he finished the 18th hole uh, on Saturday before the Sunday tournament. All of this 
is unsupported by science and young, healthy people, we have a year's worth of data, have virtually no danger from COVID. On top of that, they've gotten vaccinated. Why are we still testing anyone playing sports anywhere when every stadium and arena now is open and there's no requirement that you be vaccinated to go there? It, it, it's all uh, cosmetic theater madness. We got to get back to the NFL wokeness story next week, oh Clay, because I want to know so if, dumb. if playing the Black National Anthem, if taking a knee, if all these things, the social justice messaging is going to have a similar effect that we've seen with the NBA. I'm, I'll tell you this right now. I'm out. I'm out on the NFL for this upcoming season. Not that I was a, a big, I probably would have seen like two games, but not <laughs> no interest now for me. Not going to happen. Also, I want to just ask everyone if you can. Go check out. I got a piece up today. The Democrat Party thinks voter fraud is infrastructure. I'm actually having fun with that one. That's at BuckSexton.com. The Democrat Party thinks voter fraud is infrastructure. Because they do. Because they love that voter fraud. Clay, in our, in our last moments here with our beloved audience, what's your advice I just for the say, my One, go live your life and pretend that COVID doesn't exist. Two... I feel so bad for L.A. I will be there next week on Thursday and Friday. I'll see it for myself, Buck. I will be a soldier behind enemy lines, and I will let all of us know how insane the new mask mandate is being implemented. Can't wait. Headed up to Michigan now. Other than Gretchen Whitmer, it's a fantastic place. I hope you guys have fantastic I'll be in New York. There. Talk to you guys Monday. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.